Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us here at the Milk Talk Podcast. I'm Jack Stroman, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Warner Williams, Goey Mbima, and Jessica Corrado-Platt. We all graduated from a private boarding school that was founded by the chocolate mogul, Milton Snavely Hershey, and his wife, Catherine. In this show, we'll be talking with some of the former students, their family members, and loved ones, in addition to former employees, teachers, and administrators who all worked there at some point in time. We'll get to hear their stories in their own words, and it's our hope and wish that you'll hear something in these stories that you can relate to, whether you went to the school or not. Enjoy. Um, welcome to Milk Talk Podcast. Uh, this is our new name, or we can edit that out. I don't know. We're, we're, we're kind of playing with it. Um, what is a milk? A lot of people ask, what 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 the hell is a milk? Well, milk is short for Milton Snavely Hershey. Uh, Mr. Hershey is the uh, creator and founder of the Hershey Foods Corporation. He and his wife, um, many years ago, started a school um, for underprivileged kids and uh Every, almost everybody in the room right now, we're all milt. Um, and so we decided to do this podcast and talk to people about their experience and, uh, you know, what it means to them to, to be a milt, to have been a milt. And um, that's why we're here today. So uh, we want to welcome Sue, Sue Grippen. <laughs> Hi, Sue. Thank yeah. you for having me. All right. <laughs> um, and we've been talking a little bit while the microphone was off, but Sue, could you tell us uh, what year you graduated? Okay, I graduated in 1983. All right, all right. And where are you from originally? Philadelphia, Northeast. Oh, you're from the Northeast. Okay, and do you remember your first day at school? I remember it. I don't think anybody will ever forget their first day at Milton Hershey School. What was the date? Oh, God. <laughs> that I don't remember. I'm really bad. We were all supposed to shut off our phones. <laughs> See, and, th- and that's milk talk right there, calling a goey out on his phone. <laughs> no, but so do um, you remember I, I, the date? It was July. I do not remember the actual date. I'm really bad about that. But, but the, I re- I can remember everything else paint, except pa- for that. Paint the picture for okay, me. Okay, so um, I remember I was dropped off at student home Conestoga. My house parents were the Nelsons. Um, my... First person I met was, she wound up being my best friend in the milk. It was uh, Liz Gilliam. Um, that was the, we were one of the um, first student homes. There was two student homes in um, intermediate division. I was one of the, one of those. Okay. So I was one of the first girls. Um, junior division was first and then intermediate division had two student homes that were, you Which know. were Conestoga and Lenape? Not Lenape. Was it Lenape? I, well, so I was in Iroquois, which was right next to Conestoga. Yeah, so no, there was, was only one. Which... Wasn't there one? Oh, there was one over there. I forgot about that one. That was my favorite part about being in Iroquois is we, we yes, had girls you had on both two. sides. Isn't that funny? No. And I was thinking, was it Franklin? I'm trying to think across the cluster. There was another one. I can't. Well, I so don't. It changed so many times. But in that cluster, Arrowhead, you had Shawnee, you had Tuscarora, yep. you had Nanticoke, Lenape. Muncie, Iroquois, and Conestoga. Well, how I remember all that, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. But that- Definitely Conestoga was one. I just don't remember the other one, which is awful, but I just don't remember it. And so did mom have to trick you to get up there? Did you know it was coming? What was I actually know it was like, coming. Okay. Um, my brother was in eighth grade. We went to Catholic school. He was getting into trouble. Um, so they had suggested Milton Hershey for him. And then when my mom looked into it, they were accepting girls at that time. So 
you know, she was asking me if I wanted to go. If I didn't like it, I could come home. Long story short, <laughs> once you got there, you weren't leaving there. No, it's the setup. Um, yes. Did they tell you about the limousines and the horses? And uh, all it was horses. Yeah, horses yeah. got me there. They yes. hook you with something. Yes. We, we all it talk about that. It was the horses, that. yes. Um, all right. And so did your brother go to the milk as well? My brother actually went to the milk. He did not last long, but okay. he went to the milk. That was the yes. next question. I feel like a lot of us have brothers and sisters that didn't make it to the end. Um, makes him no less a milk to me, I feel like. But, you know. Uh, we were talking about Randy Whitney earlier and, and his father and his brother. And, you know, they all went and he didn't graduate. But, I mean, he was there since he was three years old. So I think about those people who have that experience and there's no way to quantify. You know, there's no cutoff. Well, you had to do six months at least to be called the milk. So, right, right. You know. If you experienced it, I think you experienced it. So I know you're working with the Alumni Association. Is that correct? Yes. The Philadelphia chapter? Somewhat. Okay. Loosely, unofficially. Correct. But you've been helping with organize all of that, right? I, I was very involved. I was very involved with the association and the Philadelphia chapter Okay. for for a long time. And then I kind of branched off to do my own thing. So, But you're still active in oh, organizing active. milks. Very, very, and, extremely. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so when did you decide to do that? What was the catalyst to kind of, you know, get involved and want, want to you know, get these milts together or come to Philadelphia because I know you're in Ocean City, right? Correct. So it's still a little bit of a trek for you. Yes. So the way I really got involved was um, there. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Billy Kosky. He passed away. He he created the cancer care um, fund that we have. He started all that. He actually died of cancer. Um, So I was friends with Billy and he called me up one day and said, "Um, you have to come up to the chapter. We need a secretary, blah, 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 blah. And that's how I got involved. So I came up to a meeting and um, then I got really involved. I was very involved. I was going to say, because you've actively been organizing people. I know, you know, we've had Philippa on. We've had John Mueller on. They were involved as well. You know, I. Again, we so now we're back to the point where we're talking about how this is almost a second job, you yes. know. Yes. Organizing and contacting and people keeping people, uh, you know, aware of or something changes, you know, like tonight, sending addresses and where to park and you know all that stuff. So, I commend you for you know because we need that. When I see the pictures on Facebook, I see young milts, I see older right. milts, and everybody right. looks happy, like you know, they're at recreation or. <laughs> You know, at homecoming or something like that. Like, it just, it looks fun. I I really, my whole mission has always been to embrace alumni. Mm -hmm. So let me just give you a little idea. when When I started with the Philadelphia chapter, the very first meeting I attended, I was not welcome with welcome arms. Mm. It's it's just, it was, I don't know how to explain it. I'm not putting anybody down. I'm just saying that from that day when I one person came up and gave me a hug, which doesn't matter. Some people didn't know me. Some people, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. Um, I always felt it was very important to make alumni feel welcome. And it didn't matter your background, where you came from, how old you were, how young you were. I just want us all to embrace one another for just being, you know, alumni. Yeah. So that has always been my mission. I, I think that's important. I mean, we were talking about how the milk itself, um, you know, how Pete is the president now and how that's changed the dynamic of feeling comfortable coming back up as, as an alumni or somebody who went to the milk, whereas some of the past presidents, whether they 
did it purposefully or didn't do it purposefully weren't as welcoming. Right. You know, um, and when you put the time in, you know, yeah, really, you, you want to feel comfortable. You, you Absolutely. Feel sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for doing that. And, you know, I think we talked about it earlier. We'd like to have you come back on a regular basis, um, suggest some guests for us. You know, we want this to be an open forum for Milts, whether you just graduated last year or you graduated a hundred years ago, this is uh, supposed to be welcoming to you and we want to hear from you and we want to hear your story. So, you know, we're going to be uh, announcing our Instagram and Facebook and all that social media stuff. And, you know, hopefully you guys out there will reach out to us and, uh, you know, let us know your story. Um, so your best friend from the milk, you were saying, are you still tight with her? Uh, well, Lizzo died a couple oh, years I'm ago. I'm sorry. Yes. So, um, but we were, I, it, after we graduated high school, we lived together for a little bit. Um, then, you know, as life comes, you go your separate ways, yeah. but we were always tight. She was always, I, I had like three really good, tight people from school that, that I remained after school, but unfortunately two of those three passed. So, but that's just. You know, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, I know we just graduated in 1990. What's next year? Our 30th, mm-hmm. something like that. And we've lost people, you know, a couple people. As And as you get older, they don't tell you about that when you're right. a kid. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> adulting isn't all it is cracked up to be. It's not all fun and traveling and glitter and unicorns, <laughs> all that good stuff. Um, yeah. let We want to hear some of your stories when you were at the milk. Is okay. there... Um, so you got there in intermediate division, so no junior division for you. No junior division. Okay, and so division. did you only stay in Conestoga? Did you move to any other student homes? In uh, intermediate division, just Conestoga. Okay. I was just in Conestoga, yes. And then senior division? Okay, so my <laughs> story, I did not like the melt at oh. all. I absolutely, positively hated being at Milton Hershey mm-hmm. School. So... The way I kind of look at it now, because I, you know, I was very mean back there. Then I was not a nice person at all. And I'll be honest, people will tell you, they will come out and tell you I was was not a nice person. Defense mechanism? I think now that I'm older and I look back, you know, we were all thrown in situations. So it was basically, you know, do or die. So you're either going to be the one that's picked on or you're going to be the one that's picking on. That's right. You know, I'm embarrassed sometimes of my behavior when I was there, but I understood or I understand why I did. It was it was just self preservation. We were also kids. You know, we you're were just kids, trying to but figure it was out all, how to get exactly, through. Exactly. You know? Yes. So um, senior vision, I wound up in a lot of homes. I was probably four. I'm I'm surprised I was never kicked out. Wow. I ran away. All right. I got home. I my mom drove me right back to school. Um, I'm trying to think. It was bad. I was bad. You can laugh, Justin. Sorry. Right. We want to hear. We want to because <laughs> you can relate. You? you know what? Oh. You made all the way home and your mom brought you back. Yeah, I was really upset because oh Halloween was that night. So you remember it vividly. That, that, that's oh, the stuff very. That I want to hear. About. I don't even, I can't even believe we made it. We walked Who's all we? the way down. I ran away with two other girls. Mm-hmm. And um, we walked all the way down to 322, <laughs> hitchhiked the turnpike all the way to Northeast Philly. Wow. Yeah. We <laughs> had them drop us off a block. Like at, by my house, but not at my house. Because at that point, that two and a half, three hours later, I'm like, oh, maybe he'll kill us. So <laughs> yes. maybe we should just go a block away. <laughs> but yes. So <laughs> got home. 
Um, we passed out, and then um, my mom came home from work and put us in the car and drove us back to Milton Hershey. So, yeah. And then we were like 30 and 30. Yeah. So yeah. explain to the people what 30 and 30 are. A lot of our listeners, even though they're milts, some of them, even the newer milts, you soft punk. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know what it was about. Can you explain to the people what 30 and 30 was? 30 and 30 meant 30 days of restrictions. You couldn't go out. You know, um, privileges, um, you had to be in the student home for 30 days. And then you also had 30 hours of work. So, you know, on the weekends you could do two or three hours of your work, but you had to complete 30 hours of work before you can get off at 30, 30, but you had to be restricted for 30 days. And, and I always compare, you know, this is getting old at this point, but I compare the milk to being in college, the military, and being incarcerated because you've got someone telling you where to be, what to wear, what to do, who your new best friend is. This is your new roommate. That's you better work it out. I don't care if you guys don't get along. So when you got you're saying 30 days of restrictions, I don't think people realize what that means because you live to go to recreation or you live to go to this sporting event. Oh, we're going to go to this basketball game. There's this chick that I've been wanting to hit on, you know, did it. Well, guess what? For the next month. <laughs> you're, doing anything. you're gonna be looking right. at this wall right. you're gonna look at your michael jordan poster right and then when you get tired of that we're gonna need you to come do these dishes again help us uh birth this calf out here and then mow that acre and the daffodils and we used to had to you know you know pick the da- what, what was that called um i forget it was the like weeding a, weed, stuff. Weed, yeah. yeah i remember the yeah, you're doing that <laughs> for the people at home she's actually doing it she just went into automatic mode and started screens, doing Screens, wash screens, yeah. wash windows. And did yeah. you have barns back then, too? We did have barns back yeah, then, see, yes, yes. Guys think we're playing. Yeah. We, mastitis. Yes. Colostrum. There you go. We're trying to tell you. Stone <laughs> dust. There's some real things. Manure. Manure, exactly. Shoveling, lots scraping. of manure, scraping. I, I remember <laughs> scraping a lot when it would be raining. And oh, that was the worst because I would yeah. be scraping this sh- soup, this shit soup, into the spreader and it's splashing in my face, in my mouth. And you're sitting there and you got no one to complain to because nobody gives a shit. Nobody you know, gives a shit. You know you're comfortable when you just grab a scoop and throw it. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're comfortable. It's real. These, this is what it was to be a milk. So, yeah, this, this is awesome hearing, you know, hearing your story. Uh, let me ask you about being a parent. Do you think that being a milk affected your parenting as far as the way you look at how you parent? Would you send your kids to the milk? Yes. You would? Okay. Everybody's answer is a little bit different. Yep. Everybody's answer is a little bit different. Now, mind you, okay, let me just step back. I have a son. I have ch- My two children are 18 years apart. Don't recommend that to anyone. <laughs> um, so when my son was in eighth grade, Mike Weller, um, I went up with him. I took my son up there and let my son look at the school, walk around. And it was, believe it or not, it was his decision if he wanted to go or not. Clearly he didn't want to go, but, um, yeah, I would have, if he would have said, yeah, it would have been the hardest. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I like, I have my granddaughter right now and I don't think I could send my granddaughter. Nothing against Milton Hershey school. It's just that, that's why we ask. You yeah, know, like every- I'm, I'm at a different place. Like when, when I had my son, I was a single parent. It, times were difficult, blah, blah, blah. You know, with my daughter now and my granddaughter, I could not send them to Milton Hershey because 
they want for nothing and it's and that's, you, it, 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 it's they don't need Milton Hershey and that's the thing yes yes that's the thing you know I think we I know my mom still apologizes for sending me up there and I try to explain to her I I get it stop beating yourself up you know you did what was best for me right and you know at the time that was the decision that you needed to make everybody's situation and scenario is a little bit different so right you know, I'm just I always put that out there because I know for me, I talked to a I know Jess feels like this Warner that being a milk helped us be better parents, you know, trying oh, to fill the gap of what we didn't have. You know, um, obviously, I'm going to sound like an old man, but I, I think kids are spo- a little bit more spoiled today. But I'd rather my kid be spoiled and, and know that she's loved every damn day and that she's you know, that I'm going right, to be there right. no matter what. You know, we're right. going to figure it out together. So. Um, like for my situation, my mom always told me it was the hardest thing she ever did, Yeah, you know, and I, and I believe that my mom passed away, um, six months after I graduated from the milk, but I believe Ugh. it's okay. Um, <laughs> I don't mean this is not a Debbie down. No, 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 no. It's, <laughs> um, <laughs> but she always apologized and I truly believe I would not be the person I am today had I not gone to Milton Hershey as much as I hated it yeah. I owe my life to Milton Hershey yeah. and I think that's why like it's my passion to give back to Milton Hershey because sure, I yeah. truly believe that I wouldn't be who I am today if it weren't for Mount Hershey. It's interesting hearing that you were mean because I can't see you're so sweet and nice that I can't. I can't picture. Yeah, don't that. talk to anybody back then. <laughs> or don't believe them. A whole them. different story. Don't believe them. All right, so we're gonna take a quick little break. We're gonna switch out. Here, what's up? This is Jack Stroman, class of '90, graduate of Milton Hershey School and co-host of the Milk Talk podcast. We dreamed of doing this show for a long time, and if you're like us, you enjoy hearing from Milts about their time at the school please consider making a donation on our website. Visit MilkTalkPodcast.com to make a donation and help us realize the dream. That's MilkTalkPodcast.com, M-I-L-T-T-A-L-K-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com. Thank you. I guess I'm older now, so... Yeah, right. So um, I wrote some things down, and we and, and Jackie kind of hit them towards the end about your, you know how many children you have. But one of the things I wrote down, and, and you probably touched on it, but I like to go into a little detail. So, like, what was your claim to fame in the milk? Like, what? Who were you? Did you were you an athlete? What did? Yes. You, what was your claim to fame? In, uh, I was uh, cheerleading in track. Okay. Track hurdles. Yeah, I did the. 110 and 220. <laughs> yeah, so you got a couple of track athletes from Milton Hershey in here. <laughs> yeah, we, we spent a little time yes. on the track. So who was the, who was the track coach? Uh, Mr. Galloway was the coach, but Mr. Landenberger, I don't know if yeah, you guys Mr. remember. Yeah, Mr. Landenberger, yeah. He was, he, he was, he was my coach. He really, he really helped. I had a problem with three-stepping. I would four-step it, and right. I was, it was a mental thing, and he taught me actually how to go alternate legs because I could right. not get the three step down. Yeah, I got to go with that. Mr. Mr. Landenberger was the guy for me because, for whatever reason, I wanted to pole vault. I think mostly because Munch was a pole vault, and so I, if he went, I'm, I'm gonna try it out. It's got to be cool. And so the the issue was I wasn't trying to let the pole take me. I was just trying to leap over. over. <laughs> and so Mr. Landenberger, who who really could have just said, "Dude, you suck." You're out of here. Landenberger went to uh, Webb and said, hey, 
This guy sucks at pole vaulting. However, I think he can jump through the ceiling. And so Webb took me on as, as a high jumper. And somewhere along the line, I got fast. I don't know Mr. Galloway saw it or whatever. So that, I mean, I don't know how fast I was, but I mean, I was Did you just decent. do high jump? Were you just, I did everything. Uh, okay. I did high jump, long, long jump, jump, triple jump. Yeah. Ran a quarter mile and didn't wind up running the 800. Right. So he didn't like uh, doing chores, so he was trying to be a <laughs> Do whatever he could. Listen, and yeah, because I had one of those serious dairymen, and Mr. Bushby didn't play games about that barn. He was serious about the barn because we we had to have we had to be dairy. Was it the dairy? Barn the barn of yeah, the month? Yeah. Barn of the year, or whatever it was, and so. But with that came like you know roller skating trips and. You know, different parties. So we enjoyed. Out there cleaning the udder, oh man. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> in the morning, I used to go, and I used to get up early just to go out with him. So um, once I realized, you know, you, you get a little peace time to yourself about five a.m. going out and getting the cows in and everything. So, and so you, you ran track, you did cheerleading. Anything else that you can remember that kind of like set you, like kind of kind of got you to stay at, at the milk. It would be the people that got me to stay, not okay. the activities. I had like, I thank God I had really, um, Rick Francis and um, Webb. Yeah. They were my two go to. Right. Like Mike Weller and I are close now, really close. But in school, if it weren't for Webb and Francis, I, I, they were my. And believe it or not, I know a lot of people don't like her, but Miss Royer, for some reason, I know. But for some reason, that lady liked me, and I and she she was nice to me. I don't know That's what really she probably good. felt sorry for me. Different people had different relationships with different, different people. people. Different people. I didn't share that relationship. <laughs> um, just want to say that, so we got that out in the open. I did not share that relationship with. Vera, Verna, 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 Vera, whatever. Verna. She wore a lot of wool, whatever it was. I, I did she not she just it. had a soft spot. Maybe because that, I was just so good. much trouble. Thank God, because I really. That is good. I feel like that's what a lot of you know what I mean. Right. Right. Here, Mike talk about Mr. Weller, Mike. I'm sorry, but hearing him talk about how you he was a mill, and then right. he was a coach, and then now he's the you know the guy who comes and tells you you're in trouble. To wear those different hats, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. challenging. For right, so, right. Yeah. I think Pete's probably going through a lot of that. I mean, he's eight years in now, so he's got it. But times are like, different now. I mean, they used to swat us, and yeah. like I remember, of course, me always getting in trouble. So instead of having to do lunch detention, I would opt out to have a swat so I could have my lunch detention. Mm. So I would tape maxi pads across my butt. (laughs) I had it. I had it down. I had it down. Yup. Yup. So when it came, but that's what I would do. Yes. So I could have my lunch time. (laughs) I didn't have any maxi pads in my bathroom. I put on two pair of pajamas. Yeah. Thin ass pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Cooper didn't play with them swats either. Yeah. He would just say, you have an option. You have an option. Wow. Which one is it going to be? And I'll let you spin the wheel. <laughs> now, nah, just give me five, man. I'll just take five. <laughs> so, but, so the next the next question I really had was, so we got to the milk, and so when you left the milk, how did you feel like, I don't know, maybe the first 
day, week, 30 days after you left? How, like, so I had experience? a very unique situation. So um, when I went to the mill on my street, there was another girl. Her name was Juanita. And um, her her parents were the same as my parents. They were divorced. And we were considered, well, her dad was incarcerated. My dad just abandoned us. Not that one is different than the other because you're fatherless. But so after I got into Milton Hershey, I managed to talk Juanita into coming to Milton Hershey. I don't know why because she was my best friend from home. Mm-hmm. And um, so she, Juanita was a year younger than me. And so, so long story short, she came to Milton Hershey. She hung in there for a while, then hated it. Her mom took her out. But so when I graduated, when I go home on vacation, I had Juanita home and my girlfriend, Carol. So I, when I went home, sure, you're kind of like all your friends are gone. You know, when I graduated, there weren't cell phones. You know, you dialed a phone. You were lucky if you, you know, had people's phone numbers. But um, so I think it was, there was a lot going on with me at home. So it wasn't your typical, you know, I graduated in June. My mom got cancer in August. So, um it was hard, but but through all of that, Mr. Uh, Webb always kept in contact with me. Like, yeah, yeah. So um, so I, it was an adjustment at first. I think it's hard because we go from being around such a huge family mm-hmm. to all of a sudden not having a big family. And, and I like having that family. Sure. So I, I think it's an adjustment. And, and not to keep talking, but Please. I, I, I kind of feel like that's why it's important for us to embrace younger alumni. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I met Alex Cruz, it was really funny. Um, we The Philly chapter did a thing. Um, uh, it was a volunteer day. It's giving back. So the school brought down students and we worked in a, um, a pantry here in Center City and so I met Alex. Anyway, Alex was still in high school. I tried to um, friend request her, and she wouldn't answer me because she thought I was her mom's friend. But we joke about that later nice. <laughs> because, you know. Um, right. But I think it's important. It's important to engage. Like, I understand we can't be at the school that much because of background checks, but it, but as much as we can engage with the younger alumni and let them know we are here. If they're, I'm not talking about, you know, giving them money every five seconds. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, you know, just being a support system, knowing that there's family out there for you. Yeah, I think that, and, and there's some interesting things that go along with that. And the transition from, I don't know, 20 gallons of milk and chocolate milk and whatever kind of milk you want in a pantry full of whatever you want at all times, and then one day, all that's gone, right? And 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 you can't really go back because right. they don't want you to go back. And they make sure you don't go back, right? <laughs> and so you get back, and they're like, "Why are you here?" And I was like, "Well, I just left Monday, <laughs> so just figured yeah. I'd, I yeah, just a get a little milk, <laughs> chocolate milk." So I'm 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 really getting at the transition uh, of, you know, it's like almost. Uh, I was fortunate because I had parents. My mom was around. My grandfather was still living, and they kind of, you know, made a way for me. But it was it was a strange. It took me a while, and then thank God for Zachary because we were uh, Zachary Robinson. We were very close, still close. But we would. I mean, we did everything together. So 
thank right. God that he was around. We our first jobs were in the same place, uh, very close. So uh, it's interesting that you know how you make that transition, and then what happens after that, and then how you get to where we are currently. Right, right. So, and what? How did you land here? You know, because I remember I was starting to take a class or two here at Temple University. Shout out to TU for that's where we're having a podcast. If anybody wants to know. Temple U. Um, but just that process, what happens in the middle, you know, and, and makes you who you are today. So, you know, and, you know, you have a, you have kids that are, you said, 16, 18 years apart. Yes. I think my son is 32 and my daughter is 16. Okay, yeah, so, your so is, you're very similar. I'm yeah. very similar, and mm-hmm. I do not recommend that. <laughs> Me either. I heard you say that, and I just wanted to reiterate that to anybody who was thinking and, about that. Wait, and then I have a four-year-old grandchild that I've had since she's been 12 weeks, so I don't recommend that either. I do not recommend that either. Um, <laughs> so I want to reiterate that. Um, I have I have two uh, grandchildren, two and seven, and one on the way. Try and help your kids get, get themselves together. Because <laughs> otherwise, you're going to have a lot of not so much downtime taking care of grandchildren, which I don't mind, but I don't really recommend it. I better I not have any grandchildren. All right. So, so Warner Williams, class of 90. Wait, is it on? Oh, it's always on. Yes. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, it's always on. So, we got all that. that stuff that you thought we didn't get. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the extra. New intro. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, Agoe was starting to ask, but, like, how did you get your footing? You said that you had, um, you know, your mom had gotten diagnosed, and you said six months after that um, she passed, and you were kind of shell-shocked after leaving the mill. So was there anything that, like, how did you get your footing in life after the mill? Well, me personally, I feel like the mill you just do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. There there was no, you just do. Right. Like, you know, you just plug forward. You mm-hmm. just go. You just, there wasn't a, a one thing that I can think of. I could just, I just, even to this day, like, I just deal with stuff. Mm-hmm. Whether, I don't know how to explain well, you, you it. You just but don't know any better. That's what you did. You just do. That's yeah. It it's survival. Right. We, right. we have learned how to survive. So I think being at Milton Hershey School, you know, thrown into a, you know, a circumstance where you're with, 13 other people that come from 13 other places Mm -hmm. and you learn to survive there. Like my personality has never been a woozy me personality. We're Mm -hmm. all different. Mm -hmm. So I am a survivor. Mm -hmm. So, um, so it wasn't about getting my footing. I Mm -hmm. I just don't know life any other way with with anything that comes to me. Mm -hmm. I have to figure it out and survive. See, that's what I think is key. And that's what I think is a, uh, a trait to Milt's is if you can survive at the mill, you can pretty much survive anywhere. Because like you said, you're thrown into a situation where you got 13 different personalities. Uh, <clears throat> some people want to be there. Most people don't. You know, you got these people that they call house parents that are your mom and pop, and you got to listen to them all of a sudden after, and you don't even know these people. But then you survive that. Right. And then you get out in the real world, and hey, I made it at the milk, so I'm just going to keep chugging along because if I focus too hard on that problem, I might get engrossed in that problem, and right. then I might not be able to get past that problem. So I think that's a big a big point that um, a lot of milks do have. Like, they have that 
well, I'm not going to focus too much on it. You know what I mean? I didn't get snacks today. Maybe I can get snacks tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I right, mean? And keep right. it moving. So but, that's it. but my pantry's really full. Yeah. <laughs> on that, I just, if you ever came to my house, I it's it's a thing. I don't know. My friends always say it. They're like, oh, you have a lot of food. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Right. Every year I try and like focus on not wasting food. Right. But I always have a lot of food. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, let me see what else. So... Your first day at the mill, you knew that um, you were staying, right? You knew you weren't going home, especially since you got (laughs) taken back. That's the funniest. You made it all the way back to Philly and then got taken back. Like, how how did that make you feel? I mean, I know you said... um, I was was just like, like, shoot, now I'm going to be in trouble. I got to do 30-30. I'm going to be grounded. Did you feel some kind of way about your mom? Like, did you, were you like, man, I made it already all the way home. So she should just embrace me. And like you said, Jess, you're, you think your mom might have let you stay because she realized how much you didn't like it I and think, that you yeah, made it home. I think that if that was the case, she would have been like, how? You, you did what? You made it all the way home? It must be really bad there. Right. Like, you can stay home. Wow. Yeah, no, no. I think because my brother was, like, he got thrown out at that point mm-hmm. because I was in ninth grade, so he would have been in 10th grade. And, um, no, he's two years, but regardless. Mm-hmm. So she had so much going on with him mm-hmm. at home because it wasn't a good situation. Like he, she was just like, you got to get back up there. Right. Things are not good yeah. here. This mm-hmm. isn't a good place for you to be. And I don't remember all I just remember is thinking what I just said, like, oh no, now I'm going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I was really upset because it was Halloween and I wanted to go <laughs> trick or treating. I'll never forget that. Did you ever we go trick or treating? I was going to say up at the mill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. no. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was like, I had my friends convinced that we could go trick or treating if we ran away when we ran away. And wow. So yeah, they're probably still happen. mad at you. They are probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Sue. So you said you're still involved. Is there any um, group or organization that you want to plug right now? Of course. Of course go I ahead, do. Plug away. So Stephanie McDonald and myself have Steph. started the <laughs> It's a Melt thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't understand. But it's really, it's a milk thing. Um, and we started the group probably two years ago. Um, it's, a, it's a private group, closed group. We're almost at 3,000 um, members. Wow. Which we're very excited about. Um, and only two years? Yeah. Wow. Um, and it's nice because the school allows the kids to be on Facebook. And a lot of the kids in the school... Once the door open with one kid, then they tell somebody else. Yeah. And we have a lot of students. It's a, um, our group is a positive group. So mm-hmm. if anybody's negative or starts anything negative, you are done, you're mm-hmm. out. If you're reported, your post is removed instantly without question. Mm-hmm. So, cause somebody found it offensive and 90% of the time it is offensive. Right. And if you continue with something, then you're just removed from the group. Cause mm-hmm. we're just not going to have it. Okay. You can go have your own group. And it's, um, you and Steph are the administrators, Stephanie, myself, and we just added mm-hmm. Tina Casey this year. Okay. Um, we have some things we want to do in the future. We're, we're right now working on some legal stuff, mm-hmm. um, that, we will announce as soon as it's all taken care of. But it, our goal is to help alumni. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we want to do down the road. So, um, it's awesome. Like I said, we're we're working on the legal aspect, and as soon as it's legal, then we'll announce everything mm-hmm. that we have going on. 
but we do fundraisers and the fundraisers are for right now our fundraisers are for like any events to help offset the cost like we did homecoming two years ago Mm -hmm. um it was completely free it was all donate the food everything was um from fundraisers that we did so anytime we're you know doing fundraisers or something the money goes right back to Mm -hmm. alumni it's not for nothing is for our personal consumption nice so very nice we might be talking to you because we have me and jess are in um, well, you knew when we did it last, uh, yeah, at our 25th. So now we have to do our 30th. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we want to do something. We We've to... been calling around hotels, so we could yeah. talk. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, mm. yeah. Anyway, uh, anything else you want to plug besides, um, it's a milk thing. That's what it's called, right? Yes. It's a milk thing. Yes. Okay. What up, Steph? <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know. No? No. Okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. Let's, let me see if he's got anything else. <laughs> I'm really bad unless you're asking me questions. And then I can go off on a tangent. Mm-hmm. Oh, wasn't that? Ah, yeah, so you you said you're involved and you um, know some milts that are there now. And I know back when we went to the milt, and even before me, were, was uh, you were there, um, it was a tough transition from the milt life into the real world. Um, do you think the milt has done better with that? And what do you think um, would be, what do you think helped do that? Well, you know what I think, honestly, and you helped me a couple years ago. I would like to go back to when we did like the picnic in FDR Park. One mm-hmm. year we did it for um, college students mm-hmm. uh, that were in the area. So mm-hmm. we had that big picnic and... Um, somehow we've gotten away from stuff like that. So I, I think, I think it's important. People can see you on Facebook. I mean, you're not on it, but, Mm -hmm. but that's how I'm out there. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's important for the kids to understand there is a network out here. Mm -hmm. They can find one person and, and it's happening again. You're not on Facebook, but, um, I'm on Instagram. Okay. I forget. I, I, and I can't think (laughs) off the top of my head. But there's a young alumni, 2000, I'd have to go on and look, mm-hmm. Stephanie would know. Anyway, he reached out because he was homeless. He was living in a shelter mm-hmm. with his girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking right. about? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So long, he posted it. Well, first, he messaged me, mm-hmm. and then um, I kind of messaged Stephanie, and then Stephanie took the ball and ran with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's important. Like, if they get used to it's a milk thing and understand that if we can help them, we will help them. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it, it just, I don't like handouts, but this right. guy was in a, in a homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. And so long story short, you know, with a, a group of alumni mm-hmm. working together mm-hmm. and nobody just handing out money, he found assistance. He found this, he found that he's in an apartment with his girlfriend yeah. and their nice. two children. Oh, so awesome. they're the kind of things that, I I think that we should do more. Okay. I'm not. I, I understand. Like s- s- one girl's um, car broke down just recently. Yes. She's young. She's yes. very young. Another alumni saw it. He drove over there. He helped Excellent. her fix mm-hmm. her yeah. car. There. That's the networking I right. like. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, we're milts. So right. there are milts that want handouts, mm-hmm. and there are milts that want stuff for free. Mm-hmm. And and I get that because it it does happen. Mm-hmm. I mean. The day the guy posted, he didn't want to post about himself on Facebook 
that he was yes. homeless, I yes. made a post, not through my name, but through it's a Malt thing, um, yes. talking about this guy. I forget mm-hmm. the class. But then, like, two hours later, somebody from his class makes a post, yeah, I'm short $500 this month, you know, for whatever. I have right. bills to pay. Now it's getting confusing because now right. we have two kids from the same class, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I'm not saying the guy didn't need $500, but if you need 500 we got somebody over here that's homeless. Right. So you got to kind of weigh the yeah. scale and right. be respectful of others. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I think going back to – is it better now? I think social media has made it an easier transition. Mm-hmm. I think cell phones have made it an easier transition. The kids in the school being allowed to have cell phones mm-hmm. that are now connecting with alumni. Right. You know, I think that's going to make an well, easier I think transition. What, what was key, like you said, is that there's current milts that are able to reach out to uh, past milts. Right. Former milts now. Right. So they're already making that connection. Yeah. So once right. they are out of the milk, they already have that connection. Right. So exactly. I think that's key too. And I don't know if there was too much of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, like you said, the social media aspect of it is is huge, and cell phones is huge too. So like we just want to let everybody know all the milks, like whether you went there for a week or you went there for thirteen years, man. Like we're here. There's a network for us. Right. You know. Yeah. Just it's reach so out. important because like Alex Cruz will tell you, she didn't know. Like she didn't realize there was a whole. I mean, she knew there was alumni, but 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 she, you know, she would be one to interview. She, mm-hmm. she, you know, we embraced her, and mm-hmm. she, you know, she, you know. Next thing you know, she's vice president of the Philly chapter, mm-hmm. and I just think it's all about um, putting egos aside mm-hmm. and just embracing one another. Whether you're older, younger, black, white, mm-hmm. Hispanic, Chinese, mm-hmm. it doesn't. Like, and Milton Hershey's like that. Mm-hmm. We don't see skin color going right. to Milton Hershey. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think you know, that's important. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So. Sue Grippin. <laughs> Sue, 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 Sue. <laughs> I'm glad you came. I'm I glad hope, I came too. I hope you come back. Yes. Um, we are open to suggestions. Um, I'm going to get you a list of names. Please do. I'm going to get you a list of suggested names. And you know what? Anybody out there, if you got questions or stories about sue or nice stories (laughs) only the good stories um maybe you remember a story she told a little bit differently reach out to us um this is this is going to be we want this to be fun and we want this to be about milts and even if you didn't go to milton hershey school and some of our stories resonate with people um and you you can relate to what we're talking about please get involved please reach out um Thank you, Sue, so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Follow us on Instagram at Milt underscore podcast. Facebook, Milt space pod. Twitter, Milt underscore podcast. And at email, MiltPodcast at gmail.com. We encourage you to follow us on our social media outlets and chime in and comment, ask questions, help us remember names, places, events. Just give feedback. But most of all, just get engaged. We want to hear from you. Your mom's already there. So, like you go no, no, saying, no, 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 yeah, can you just switch? You gotta switch seats. What, what do you think you're doing? You spend a lot of it's time. It's on the other side. You sit right here and don't do what you want to do, all right? God, Warner. Stop being a milk. Warner, stop acting like this is your first time. Stop being a milk. Now, you want to talk into that thing. So, you want to get that right up in here. Get it right up in your grill. Right there.